Hello, welcome to Otter Talk. This is episode number seven of season number two of second episode of this uh, Spotify sort of format. Uh, just welcome everybody in. This has uh, been quite a good week for for Brave Sports, and uh, we'll just kick things off. Chris, you want to take it away? A lot of exciting things to talk about today, Blake. Um, first off, in men's soccer, um, they're second in the KCAC. They did drop from the standings by one, but not because of anything bad. They, they beat Bethel 3-0, and then uh, they drew to Friends, which was a game we've been looking forward to for a long time. That was a draw 1-1, one one, where Ottawa actually looked more dominant than Friends, just unfortunate that they couldn't come home with the win. Yeah, just playing playing very good soccer right now. Playing uh, That Bethel game was phenomenal, I think. I, I was watching that game, uh, and I kind of just would would like look look away for a couple minutes, and I'd look back, and I'd be like, "Oh, we another goal!" Like uh, we talked about before, how quickly these these goals happen uh, for this men's soccer team. Uh, just an absolute confidence builder, uh, and we we also kind of noticed that it was a di- little different lineup. You saw you didn't see um, Gage Powers in that uh, had uh, Colchado in there, <coughs> or uh, sorry Coronado, and. Uh, yeah, just to be able to beat Bethel, <clears throat> beat Bethel, the, the team that uh, Coach Cottage spent a long time, uh, you know, sort of like rebuilding, uh, just kind of to to beat them is a little little extra, a little nudge. I think it was also exciting. Slobodan Novacevic, obviously the first uh, NAIA Player of the Week in men's soccer history at Ottawa University. Um, he did not play against Bethel either. Yeah. Um, but one of his really good friends, Lazar Milovic, he had himself a fantastic game uh, with a goal and an assist. And then also against friends, something really exciting to see Zach Wilson scoring his first goal of the season on a header. That was a nice equalizer. And wow, I mean, it was late in the game. Something that you love to see a, a player that doesn't usually score that also has been playing really great soccer. I think it was really awesome to see Zach Wilson score. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. We've talked about it, especially with Cayman Brain on the women's side. I uh, would <clears throat> love to see her score. Love to see people get that kind of reward on the score sheet when they do so much work uh, defensively. Uh, but again, just just a, a big lift uh, that that goal coming very late. That goal being uh, the kind of well the equalizer and one that kind of like pulled the Braves from dropping points to to coming out even and staying in that fight at one two at the top. Men's soccer travels to Southwestern Wednesday, and then they'll travel to McPherson on Saturday. Both games that are must-wins if they want to win the conference. And then after that, the one game that has been we've been mm-hmm. looking forward to for a while <laughs> of Oklahoma Wesleyan. They're going to travel to Oklahoma Wesleyan. Um, that is currently the team that holds the lead in the KCAC. On to women's soccer. They beat Bethel, or they, they had a draw against Bethel, 2-2. Two to two. And then uh, a big comeback fashion, actually, as yeah. well. They were down two to nil, and they ended up coming back to make a draw out of it. So I think it's always happy to, always a good thing to come out of a, of an away game with points. And then also against friends, they had to draw nil to nil. Yeah, this this women's team uh, on a bit of a roll in terms of an unbeaten streak. Haven't lost um, <clears throat> since before the Avila game. So definitely a team that's that's heading in the right direction and rolling pretty pretty heavily. Um, they, you know, fifth in the KCAC, just just buying Southwestern and friends both tied at five one and two. The Braves at uh, four one and four. So a couple more draws they probably would have liked, um, <clears throat> but at the same time they're very competitive. Yeah, I think that with this team, I, I mean, you know, what's interesting is I think a lot of people thought that friends uh, were going to come out of Advent Health Field with a win over Ottawa University. So I think a draw zero zero is not a bad result. And Ottawa, they didn't look like a lesser team. It didn't feel like a game that they. would 
like didn't deserve a draw. They they looked really solid. Um, they looked like they definitely could compete with friends. And I think that this is a game that you know if they end up playing them in the KCAC tournament, I think Ottawa could go win. Um, so I think it's a lot of encouraging things happening for the women's soccer team. Um, and they will also they're going to travel to Southwestern Wednesday. Yeah, and. That is going to be a big game for placements. So Ottawa hopefully can come away with a win. And then McPherson, another tough game. And then Oklahoma Wesleyan coming up on yeah, the way. That's, that's going to be different. They're a whole nether breed. <clears throat> um, in the women's volleyball world, Bethel, um, uh, Ottawa's defeated. Literally, they're running over <laughs> opponents. They yeah. defeated Bethel 3-0. to nil, or, Well, I, sh- I should get out of soccer terms. 3-0. to zero. <laughs> uh, Three sets to none. They beat William Woods three sets to none. Uh, they beat Xavier University of Louisiana, and uh, they have also been receiving votes. They beat them three to zero, and then they also beat Tabor three sets to none. So dominant fashion for the women's volleyball team. What do you have to say about that, Blake? I mean, six straight sweeps. You go all the way back to again the Avila game on October fifth. They've swept every team since October fifth. Uh, four of them being KCAC matchups. So they sit at six and zero. Uh, in the KCAC, um, once again, the the big the big bugaboo being Oklahoma Wesleyan, who we're going to see in Bartlesville uh, in a, a couple of weeks. Uh, that's going to be a big game for the Braves, as that's going to be a battle for the top. Uh, we've mentioned that the KCAC always uh, volleyball has always run through through Ottawa, uh, so this is going to be huge um, for Oklahoma Wesleyan to either knock us off or for us to, to assert the dominance once again. Uh, big win, especially uh, on the road, but just a dominant team. It's kind of interesting to look in so many sports that Oklahoma Wesleyan, they're the menacing team. (laughs) I mean, we just talked about it, both men's and women's soccer. Those are games where, you know, we recognize that they are a top team, and it's just like that in women's volleyball. Uh, Something to uh, kind of congratulate uh, Haley O'Hearn, first triple-double, also the setter of the week, NAI setter of the week. She is playing some fantastic volleyball. Yeah, Haley O'Meara, absolutely phenomenal. Um, it's, It's kind of a pick your poison team. Um, when it comes to this, this volleyball team, uh, you've you've got people like Rudicey R- 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 Valdez, who is ridiculous when it comes to to pounding the ball into into the the, the hardwood. Uh, when you've got somebody as good um, as you know uh, Haley O'Meara or even Caitlin Haller, who who was who was uh, the center of the week for the fourth time in the KCAC this week, just absolutely ridiculous. Um, so it, it comes from different areas, and when you're as well rounded as this team, um, it it is. You know, it's it's it just they just they just seem to reload every year. Yeah, it's absolutely it's impressive what the women's volleyball team has been able to do. And uh, congratulations to all of them genuinely for their success. And then also a little special congratulations to Haley O'Meara. She's uh, doing absolutely incredible with the triple double and with the NAIA setter of the week. Um, on top of that. Men's golf, they got fourth overall in the Tabor Classic. Uh, Carson Towie finished fourth overall. So Carson Towie, he's been playing some really fantastic golf. He's looked fantastic. Uh, relatively new. Yeah, uh, transfer, actually, my roommate. Um, he, he's, I, I've had the, the opportunity to golf with him in real life. That dude's ridiculous. Uh, you, 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 you look at some of his scores, uh, double 69s. And back-to-back rounds is not something that's an easy feat whatsoever, especially when you're not used to uh, the course. You get one practice day, and even even then, 
you know, that's not a, normally enough for you to, to feel confident on, on some of the greens and the wind patterns, especially playing uh, golf out here in the Midwest. Uh, wind is a huge factor, so be able, being able to kind of fight that is, is huge. And I think that one thing about golf, I played golf for one year, and, and, you know, it's one of those sports where I think you look at it from an outside, and you're like, oh, it doesn't take much athleticism. It couldn't be very difficult. Um, no, that, that's not correct. <laughs> golf is one of the hardest sports that I've ever tried. One of the most, I would say, the most frustrating sport. Oh, yeah. Um, it takes an incredible mental game. And what Carson Towie and the rest of the men's golf team is doing, um, it's absolutely incredible. Um, outside of that, men's bowling. Uh, they got seventh out of 31 in the Mid-States Classic. So, I think a decent start to the season for men's bowling. They've been pretty... Uh, pretty consistent throughout the years um, as well as women's bowling both very dominant sometimes so especially last year this men's women's bowling team um, they've really kind of turned it on the last couple of years we'll see it when we talk in a couple uh, a couple seconds about the, the women's bowling team uh, but the, this men's bowling team definitely uh, a, a pretty good start uh, off to the season yeah it's 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 incredible and, you know, that is one of those other sports that, just like golf, so I actually played bowling uh, oh, for a year as well. A man, of, a man of many traits. Yes. <laughs> I, not, not good at very many traits, just <laughs> able to do, um, I might say. But one of those other things is, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, I could, I, I've been able to bowl some big games on house patterns. But you get those oil patterns that, like, college, it is a whole different, different kind of game. And it's really impressive to see that college bowling and also what, what Ottawa University has been able to do. Um, the program's absolutely fantastic. On the cross-country side of things, or actually we're going to go to women's bullying real quick, yeah. third place at the Mid-States Championship. Um, they beat the number one team, Mount Mercy. So that in and of itself, I yeah. think, is something to be stated. That has been – that's absolutely crazy. Not very often do we see um, a number one team get knocked off, especially not by – the Auto University Braves, so it's super exciting to see the women's team do that. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, supremely uh, confidence. You know, is is absolutely huge. You know, you see people uh, out here. You know, you've got a couple of people averaging two hundred and one a game. Like it's 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 just it's big. It's good stuff. Uh, it's it's an absolute tip of the cap to this women's bowling team um, that might even have you know a better season than last year. Um, with a couple of these t these teams around camp campus starting to have some career or like historic years, we talked about uh, wrestling last year, who had um, the men's wrestling who had th their top uh, ranking ever in program history, and, and women's bowling probably looking to do the same here um, as as they knock off the number one team. Yeah, Gabriel Hernandez, uh, Ga Gabriel Hernandez uh, with the two hundred one average, and then as well as several other. Uh, Bowlers really putting down great scores as they is. Quite a few of them played six games. Yeah. It's a lot to hold a ball for that long and <laughs> continuously putting bowling at a high level. Um, into cross country, four Braves placed at the Alias Home Invite. Um, Destiny Escobar, top performer, finished 32nd for the women. And then Jonathan Torres, um, JT, as most people would call him, uh, is top performer for the men. He finished 21st, and he uh, got a PR. Yeah, um, but Jonathan Torres also he's a freshman, so something really exciting maybe for the o Ottawa University cross country team. Yeah, cross country is a, a sport that kind of gets looked over, um, and you know, for some people. But it's I mean, like it's it's tough. Uh, I you would not see me going out there and running eight Ks uh, or five Ks or or anything like that, and, and to run them uh, 
at, at a high enough clip to, to place in these in these tournaments because uh, I believe <clears throat> a lot of these invites are not NAI only. They're they got some D two pl- pl- people running and you've got some uh, some D one cross country people running. Um, so it, it definitely very very high on the confidence when you can place in uh, an invitational like this. And I think also on the women's side, something uh, exciting to see. Lily Meyer coming in, she placed 43rd. Um, a freshman, I think that's going to be really exciting to watch throughout the years. Uh, she's got an older sibling, uh, Caleb Meyer, who I think we're pretty familiar with. He's, yeah. been, he's been doing it for a while, um, so it's good to see another Meyer coming and start her career, college career off, and I think that it looks pretty bright. That's going to wrap up episode number seven of Otter Talk. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please like, share, rate this podcast. Let, let us know if you like this format. If you if you like the, the highlights format, we're still testing this out. It's still a little bit of a trial run. Um, <clears throat> we're going to look to get some, some coaches on and have some longer form uh, interviews here in the upcoming weeks, uh, especially with uh, women's soccer doing so well. We look to hopefully get Candace Fabry on. Um, we look to get um, maybe <clears> – <throat> Uh, Aaron Siebenthal of uh, men's basketball who just had his uh, media day but for everyone here you know for who makes this production possible thank you so much for watching uh, Blake Griffin and uh, Chris Hansen signing off